Welcome to the Homilies and Reflections podcast by Father Steve Anderson from Holy Redeemer Church. I was listening to the readings at the 9 o'clock, and that second reading really stood out to me on uh, that Paul, he's writing to the Corinthians, and he says to them, power is perfected in weakness. He says, so I'm going to boast about my weakness so that God's power can be in me and work in me. If he was boasting about anything else, God's spirit would flee and just say, yeah, I can't find a home here. This person isn't ordinary enough. They're too prideful. They, they have too much uh, sin in their life, and so he leaves. But when we are weak, that's when the Holy Spirit comes and becomes very strong in us. So we want to boast in our weakness, uh, not in our strength. And so uh, Jesus says, uh, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of God. So he's looking for people who are ordinary people. Now Jesus, in the Gospel of Mark, to be sure, Mark makes it very clear. He starts his Gospel by saying, this is the Gospel of Jesus Christ. He's the Christ, the Son of God. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So he lets us know who Jesus is in all his glory. But then when he presents Jesus going into his hometown, he says he was tecton. He was a day laborer, someone who worked with his hands, someone who was very humble. Philippians says it this way, that Jesus, even though he was in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, something to be held on to. But he emptied himself. He let go of it, and he humbled himself, and he became a servant, and he became obedient, even unto death, death on a cross. So he emptied himself, and he became tecton. He became a day laborer. He became ordinary, and he came from an ordinary town, Galilee. Remember what the scribes said about him? What good can come out of Galilee? No good thing can come out of Galilee. So he picked as his town the most ordinary. He picked as his way of life the most ordinary. And he showed us, I became ordinary so I can meet you right where you are. I can give you that power that was given to me. The Holy Spirit will come on you. I'm going to meet you in your ordinary lives. That's where I want to meet you because that's what we are, us ordinary people. And sometimes I feel like Jesus comes to meet us in our ordinary lives and we're not home. (laughs) We went somewhere else trying to act extraordinary. We tried to act like we're more than we really are. And Jesus can't meet us there. He came to meet us where we are, and he became us to meet us where we are. That's uh, so powerful that Jesus emptied himself. He became humble, because now we don't have to pretend. We don't have to act like we're something else. Uh, We can actually just embrace all that it is to be extraordinarily ordinary. Yeah, Jesus became extraordinarily ordinary, so that the power of God might be on him, that he could save everybody. Wow, that's really cool. So I think for us to do this, to be extraordinarily ordinary, uh, we have to do some things. We have to 
I think in the one sense, we have to focus on what matters the most, on those things that matter, intrinsic things, like the things that make us emotionally healthy and strong, those things that make us able to be in relationships with other people and have beautiful relationships with other people, that's the thing that makes us happy. There was a study, the Grant study, followed people uh, from, I don't know, from the tur turn of the century, and it's one of the biggest studies ever. They studied so many people and so many things. And the one thing they found out is happiness is based on intrinsic things like being able to have a relationship with someone else through what? Our ordinariness, through our extraordinarily ordinary way of making other people comfortable around us. Because, yeah, all are welcome here. I think another thing about uh, being ordinary is kindness. Just being kind, listening to other people, and, and knowing their names. You know that person. They're really cool. How do they know names? How do they call us by name? Because they're kind, and they always listen, and they know what I said because they're there, and they're listening. It's not all about them. They're not pretending to be more important than someone else. I think one of the other things that's really big is, is that ability in our lives to be imperfect, right? Anyone struggle with that, being imperfect? We are imperfect. I have a light side and a dark side. I get things right and I get things wrong, right? I can be a really holy priest and I can sin. I have all this side to me. And so someone says, you're imperfect. I said, I know, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Narcissists can't do that. People who are extraordinary can't do that. They can't admit that they're imperfect in this world. They have a big emptiness here that Christ hasn't filled yet. This big emptiness makes them always have to appear as more relevant than everyone else, more extraordinary than everyone else. God's looking to do a powerful work through ordinary people. Through my weakness, God is made strong. So all those, all those things for sure. And I think one of the things that really makes us extraordinarily ordinary it's just, um, just that ability to, um, I, we talked about relating to one another, but in such a way that brings joy. It's about joy, and the only way we can have joy is by having gratitude. And the only way we can have gratitude is to be able to give thanks for just how God created us, just where God put us, who God made us to be. God, thank you for making me an ordinary priest in an ordinary town, in an ordinary church. But now that I know who I am and who you are, who you made yourself to be, let your power come on us. Let your Holy Spirit be on us so that we can bring your healing into our ordinary world, bring your light into our ordinary lives, bring your power into our weakness, into our ordinary place. Jesus was from Galilee. <laughs> our church is in Burton. I'm like, yes, we're just like Jesus. That's who we want to be. We don't want to be anyone else. We want to say, God, thank you. And now I'm open. If you want to pour out your spirit on me, I want to walk as Jesus walked, 
humbly. He made everyone around him comfortable. It didn't matter if they were women of ill repute. It didn't matter if they were uh, tax collectors. He ate with all of them. Didn't matter if they were sinners. Didn't matter if they were lepers. Didn't matter if they were caught in adultery. Didn't matter who they were. Jesus made everyone know that he came into this world for them personally. The woman at the well, she was like married how many times? God knows. And Jesus knew, but he came just to be with her. And he couldn't do it if he was acting all uppity. He already was God. Now he came to get down as low as he could <laughs> to be with every one of us and empower every one of us and save every one of us and welcome every one of us. That's why he did it. That's extraordinarily ordinary. I want to close with a story uh, Daniel told me this week. We were talking about this Mass, and he said, you know, now I really love my father-in-law even more, and I really love Joseph even more, because if Joseph was a tecton and Jesus was a tecton with them, someone who just worked with their hands. He said, my father-in-law lost his job later in life, and he couldn't find another job, so he worked with his hands. And now I'm like, yes, he's like Joseph. He's like Jesus. He is working the way Joseph worked in the world. And so what do we want to do? Well, we want to ex allow that God's time will make extraordinarily ordinary people extraordinary people, right? God meets us where we are and lifts us up, heals us, enlightens us, saves us. Let's embrace, let's embrace who God made us to be, extraordinarily ordinary people. Yeah, that's our faith. That's our God. It's what he became for you, for me. What a wonderful, wonderful God. What a wonderful faith we have. On an ordinary day you entered humanity in extraordinary ways You changed history, born in a stable, the oxen stable With hay for your head, lowly carpenter, desert wanderer With no place to lay his head i yeah.
hearts and opens minds A leader with no money A voice for the poor Dies the death of criminals And feeds the whole world Our God is Our God knows Our God finds us here In the ordinary Our God sees Our God hears Our God holds our life In the ordinary Everything that you touch will have life forever For you love what you make For you made everything And everything that you touch will have life forever Loving Heavenly Father, it seems like everything about our evolution wants us to have more, more, more money, more things, more food, more lovers, more, and it leaves us, it leaves us broken, never, ever having enough. We are completely unsatisfied, and so Lord, we offer you our ordinary life. And we desire those intrinsic values, not the things outside of us, the things inside in our hearts that makes us love you and love one another, become one. Lord, do that work in our ordinary lives. You be the strength. You be the love. You be the life. Fill us. Fill us to where we're full. Let us taste and see that the Lord is good. Lord, we offer our lives to be filled by only you, through Christ our Lord. 